0: Praise the Lord. Church, there's nothing like being in the house of God. Amen. I wonder if we could just set everything down right now and begin just to make a joyful noise unto the Lord and clap our hands unto our God. Amen. That's all right. Come on. We're still Pentecostal in here. We still believe we can shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Hey, yesterday they had a football game and they were shouting for a touchdown. I wonder if we can shout for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who gave his blood for us on a cross. That's more to be worshiped, amen, than some football player running across a field. My Jesus is able, praise God. Don't be ashamed of him, love him today, praise God. Praise God. I'm excited to be in the house of God today, and I'm honored to share the word of God. And uh, believe me, I've been treading lightly lately, and I want to be in the will of the Lord at all times, because without that, I'm nothing. And in him, I move and breathe and have my very being, and I depend on him 100% completely. is an open book I don't think I have really hid much from you guys anyhow but I love every single one of you and I want you to know that sincerely and I ask you in Jesus name to please forgive me of anything I've ever done wrong to you or offended you in any way everyone in here because I must follow peace with all men and holiness, for without which no man shall see the Lord. And today is that day that we need to make sure we're at peace with one another, and especially in the household of faith, amen? Because now is our salvation closer than when we first believed, and if you don't see that, help you, God help you. I'm excited, though this is the most exciting time to be alive right now because I know that my Redeemer liveth and I shall see him in the latter day. What is this day? It's the latter day. Hallelujah. He's coming. Whoa. He's coming. And he will fulfill his word. Nothing will stop the Lord. Nothing will stop the Lord. Praise God. Thank you. I'm going to open up in Mark chapter 8, verse 34 through 36. I have a lot of visitors here today. There are people in here today who have never heard this gospel. So, church, I'm asking you to to please have the patience of the saints while I share the gospel. But at the same time, church, I'm going to speak to you also. And I pray that the Lord not only stirs us, but changes us from image to image and glory to glory. I pray today that we are renewed in the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. Because that's what Jesus came to give us. Our God is a consuming fire. Amen. We need to be on fire now more than ever. And that's what I believe we need to do today as a church. I am looking for mothers in Zion today. So I pray that you tap in. Mark chapter 8. Verse 34. I stole my wife's cheetah glasses so I can read today. (laughs) I'm still a man. (laughs) Mark chapter 8, verse 34 through 36. Did I put it right? Yeah, I'm on the wrong book. message in there too though the word of the lord reads this way and when he had called the the people unto him with his disciples also he said unto them let whosoever will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whosoever will save his life shall lose it but whosoever will lose his life for my sake and the gospels the same shall save it For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father and with the holy angels. I'm going to read Luke chapter 21, verse 31 and 32. word of the Lord reads, Luke chapter 22, I'm sorry, verse 31 and 32, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. I wonder if we could put our Bibles down one more time and let's pray together. Saints, Lord, we love you, Father. Lord, under the sound of my voice, there are people who need you today. This is not time to pay patty cake with you, God. I don't want to be one that tickles ears today. But God, let me speak your will. Use me, for I am a willing vessel. I pray that the word of the Lord comes back and redeems that what you sent it to do. For I believe you, Father, for you are greater than anything in the world. I come against the devil, his lies, and everything that he has to do. I bind it in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I pray a loosening of your spirit and word and the revelation of the mighty God in Christ. Let the gospel, God, be revealed. for it is hid to them that are lost uh, but God open the eyes of the blind and let them see today I love you and give you the honor and the glory and I believe you and praise you in Jesus name let's clap our hands one more time unto the Lord you could be seated thank you so much We have awakened today in a world that is not the same it was just two years ago. We as a people are at a point in time that where either we will still be sleeping today and ignoring the house falling around us, or we are being stirred and shaken to the point that some of us here have found ourselves in the house of God, which, to be honest, is the exact place you need to be today. Amen? You know, the world, for a very long time, has given us band-aids and fixes for every problem we have. We have stress, we have bouts of depression sometimes, and they label us with it, and they give us their medications. Then we realize, and we're dumbed down, and we're dulled down, and finally, we get so sick to the point of it that we find ourselves asking, what is this all about, and is this the way my life's going to be? Many things the world has thrown at us today, and they're trying to keep us cuddled and keep us locked into their system. They don't want to let go of us, they want us. You see, there's something that the world never dealt with and is still not dealing with, and that's something that a medication can't take care of, a doctor can't do a surgery on. a psychologist cannot give you an answer for, and that is sin. Sin is what separates you from God. Without repentance of that sin, you will be lost. So the great physician himself, he came and he died for us on a cross, and he shed his blood that we might be healed, for by his stripes we are healed. Do we still believe that in here today? Do we still believe that there's a great physician that can heal you today? So we've trusted in all of their stuff and now we're at a bowling point and we see that they're gunning for us. So I just want to share with you a little bit because there's people here today that I love dearly and they've come looking for answers and they're seeing in the world that it is not right anymore. And I'm going to be blunt with you. The America that we had is gone. It's gone. Right now it's gone. But the kingdom of God is not gone. Amen. And that's where our eyes should be. Not on America. Not on China. Not on Russia. But on the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is nigh. It is at the door right now. So this is what happened. I know some people here, you're smart. You want to see it. But I'm telling you that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you must believe on the word. And if you believe that word, it will activate in your life and do exactly what it did to me. Transform me, change me, and fill me with the spirit. And I have never been the same since. I know I'm right with my God, and I can't wait to meet him. I want you to be there with me. So our God, in the beginning... He created the heavens and the earth, the sea that all that dwell therein. He dwelt among us. He visited Adam in the cool of the day and walked with him. But Adam fell. There was only one rule God gave him. Don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But Adam fell, and so did Eve, and there was a fall of mankind. That's when sin entered into the world, and the God of this world began to reign. So with that, men had troubles since then till now. But thank God there was always men that were searching after God's own heart. God called Abraham of the Chaldees, and he told him he'd be a father of many nations, as a number of the sand of the sea and of the stars in the heavens. And Abraham walked by faith. Even though he didn't see that fulfilled, he will see it here very soon. Because we are now the children of Abraham. We've been engrafted into the tree And we have the promises of Abraham. Realize who you are today. You've been circumcised of the heart, church. You are the Jews. You're spiritual Jews today. God has engrafted you into the tree. And we ought ought to tread and be lightly on that and thankful. Paul warned us about that. But I'm thankful today where we are. But as we begin to go, we see how God called men. David. David was a man of war. He set up for the house of God. Solomon fell into sin and adultery and into the ways of this world. And we watched how God went silent for 400 years. We didn't hear from the prophets. But then something great happened one day. Out of the dry ground sprung up a root. And it began to grow. And now it spread across the earth. And that's the kingdom of God. For Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 says, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. While his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make a public example, put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee, Mary, thy wife, for which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name. What? Jesus. Jesus. And that word means Jehovah has become my salvation for he shall save his people from their sins. Now, all this was done that it might be filled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth the son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, in be it interpreted, is God is with us. God who created you came in the form of a man, and shed his blood, because he knew that there was no man righteous, no, not one. All had sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He knew, so he came. As a man and learned what we went through so he could be a propitiation for our sins and stand in the gap day and night for us as the accuser of our brethren tries to accuse us. So the blood of Christ cleanses you from all sin. Thank you, Jesus, that you came. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse one says, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand By which you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And he was seen of Cephas and of the twelve. And after that he was seen above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part of us are present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of the apostles. And last of all, he was seen also of me as one born out of due time. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. You must have faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, blessed are those who do not see yet believe. Now, those I'm, I'm teaching this because you need to hear it. You need to understand that God came as a man, he shed his blood on a cross for you, and he is the answer to the sin problem. They're not going to fix it. Only Jesus Christ is going to fix it. Amen? And the church said, let it be. That's the truth. But there, what's so wonderful about that is everything that he said before happened, was going to happen, happened. In Isaiah, it talked about him coming and dying for us this way. In Isaiah 54, it happened. Jesus left in the book of Acts chapter 1. And they beheld him as he went out of their sight. And the angels told them that he's going to come back in like manner one day. And if he said it, it's going to happen. Amen. It's not going to be stopped. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Nothing shall stop the word of the Lord. Nothing. Nothing. As we go. So I want to share with you, there is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We believe on that. How do I apply that to me? You apply it through something that happened radically to me quite a while ago now. I can't believe I'm 46. But I believed on that. I believe that Jesus did that for me. And I began to love this God who did that for me. And I begin to find a place of healing that I had never found before. Because I was bitter. I was broken as a child. I was abused. I grew up with a mother that was a heroin addict. A father that beat my mom as a baby. He was an alcoholic American Indian. I can still remember her laying in a pool of blood as he hit her in the head. And she had a bald spot all of her life here from when she had to have surgery to what my dad did to her. Imagine what that does to a little boy's mind. He begins to hate his dad. He begins to think dads ain't no good anyway. And he begins to click onto his mom and listen to even the poisons that she says because she's also bitter. So she begins to look and seek and try to find places to find healing for her own heart. And little did I know that my mom was raped by her own stepfather and had a baby with him. I'm being transparent with you today because you need to understand how deep sin can go and how it can damage and hurt people. And they begin to seek out things to fill that void and gap that God isn't there. So she began to use drugs, run, 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 drown it out, drown it out, drown it out. And although she wanted to be free of her bondage, and I watched her try to get what we would call kick off a heroin many times. And I would hide her needles and break them for her and everything as an 11, 12-year-old boy. And then she would get so sick that I would want her to use drugs again just so she could be my normal mama. So I carried this stuff, and I began, and my mom ended up going to jail. And, of course, you guys know I went to the foster care system. And uh, I was kicked out on the streets at 17, two weeks before my 18th birthday, I was a knucklehead I ain't gonna lie knucklehead but you know what there was something inside of me that knew that I needed Jesus and at 19 years old a friend of mine that I used to tag with and run the streets with he got the Holy Ghost and he began to witness to me and I got hungry something in me told me to go 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 and I went And I didn't care what it was, but I walked into an apostolic Pentecostal church and I felt something in there that I never felt before that I didn't feel in religion. It wasn't cold, it wasn't dead, but it was alive and I could feel the Spirit of God moving. And I was so hungry to be broken from these chains that I was in that I came and I ran to an altar and God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. And it got a hold of me. And I felt healing and love, true love for the first time. I didn't stay in the church. I stayed there maybe a couple of weeks. I ended up moving out of state. I didn't listen to doctrine. So I was a wandering person. But God dealt with me. What the devil means for evil, God means for good. And there's no coincidence that you're here today to hear the sound of my voice. All of this has accumulated to get you to this point right now. Right now, your window of opportunity is open. Right now, your time is at hand with the Lord, and he wants to make you whole and heal you. (laughs) Praise God, he wants to heal you. And so, I ended up going into prison. I was in uh, federal prison for a year. Uh, I got out. Eight months later, went back, and I did four years in prison. Over a plant that's now legal, that people are making billions of dollars off of, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, while I was in there, though, I began to deal with myself. I began to look at myself in the mirror, and I began to talk to myself. And I said, Raymond, if you don't change right now, and if you don't make a diff- and repent of your sins and turn from what you're doing. This is going to be your life forever. And my heart was speaking to itself. And it said, no more are you a little boy that can say that his mother and father are doing wrong, and that's why your life is that way. Yes, shame on them at that time for that. That's their choice. But you know what? I'm a man now, and I make my own decisions. It's time for me to grow up and be the man I need to be. And I pointed myself, and I said, you're the man. You're the man. And I found myself at a place of repentance in that cell. And I was renewed in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. I began to speak in other tongues again as the spirit of God gave the utterance. And then I began to ask God. I began to seek out the face of God. How am I to be baptized, Lord Jesus? One church tells me to obey Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Then, therefore, go out into all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Okay, Lord, but what is the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? That's not a name. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm a cousin. I'm an uncle. I'm a friend, and I could be an enemy to some, but that ain't my name. My name is Raymond, and that's the same with God. Jesus said in John that I have come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. Yet another shall come in his own name, and you'll receive him. I'm trying to tell you that God came in flesh and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Does the church still believe it? Hallelujah. And the name of the Father. He said, I came in my Father's name. Hallelujah. The name of the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And the name of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will bring to all remembrance that's the holy ghost it's christ in you the hope of glory amen and if christ be in you Praise God, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit lives because of righteousness. For my, bo- I am dead in Christ, amen, but yet I live. I die daily. I pick up my cross daily, and I follow him. I'm going to refuse myself in this world. I'm realizing now more than ever that it's high time that the church wakes up out of their sleep uh, and gets their lamps full because our bridegroom is coming, church. Uh, he's at the doorstep, and he's waiting for the babies to wake Wake up uh, and start intercessory prayer for the people of this world. Because right now the highways or byways, you're going to see, are going to start coming in. The highways and byways, that's where we're at right now. There's hungry people under the sound of my voice wondering what in the world's going on in this world. Why are they forcing things on me? Why are they taking away my livelihood? Why are they gunning for my kids? What in the world is the agenda? I'll tell you, the agenda, the devil's mad and he's out with great because he ain't got much time left Uh, the church is about to get out of here and he's gunning for the body of Christ but I got news for you, devil greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and nothing shall stop the church Uh, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church hallelujah let's clap our hands unto the Lord So, God revealed himself to me in a prison cell. I seen the name of Jesus. And I began to read the book of Acts, and I said, well, this is the way the church started. Some of you hear my question, what in the world were these people doing this morning, leaping for joy and running around and acting crazy? I'll tell you, we're not drunk as you suppose. <laughs> it's the fourth hour of the day, amen? Praise God. But this is that which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet Joel. That in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. This is that day. Amen. And God is giving his spirit to hungry and thirsty souls. That's where we're at today. So I was renewed. And I begin to see the name of Jesus. In Acts chapter 2 verse 38. The word of God says. And if you want to know how to apply this new birth message. The gospel of the death, burial, and resurrection. We have to take on that same thing. There's no other way around it. There is no other way. We've been duped by religion. We've been lied to by religion. That religion has taught us just to accept the Lord in our heart, and we're okay. Religion's taught us to pay your tithes and sign a card, and you'll be on a roster, and you'll be okay. Religion has taught us that you just have to pray these beads, and you're okay. Okay. But that's a lie from the pits of hell because there is no other way to enter in through the door, but through the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and applying it through your life through the new birth message. Jesus said in John chapter three, verse five, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that is applied when Peter, with the eleven, stood up and spoke the first message ever to the world. And the first and only message that will continue to resound as the everlasting gospel is this. They questioned after they heard that they killed the Messiah and that he resurrected. They realized what they did and they were convicted. And we need some convictions around here. We need some people that are going to feel guilty for sin so they can find a place of repentance today. They were pricked into their heart. And they said, men and brothers, what shall we do? What do we got to do to be saved? What do we have to do to be redeemed? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost for the promises unto you and unto your children and all that are afar off even as many as the lord our god shall call do we still believe that message today do we still know that it works because it does work it works so that Is how you apply it, and I'll tell you why. Repentance is a type of death. Just as Jesus died on the cross, you must die to yourself and your ways, meaning you must repent of your sins. What does repentance mean? Well, in the military, it means busting a 180 and turning the other way. And that's what we're doing. We've been walking our own way and our own knowledge and our own thinking, making up our own God even and how he should be. But that is not the way it's to be. (laughs) Get in your nose in the book and believing by faith and apply it to your life. So, as we continue, repentance is a death. I'm turning away from my old life, and I'm walking in a newness of life toward the cross, and I'm going to walk with Jesus. I'm denying myself. I'm picking up my cross and following him. What do you do with a dead man? You bury that dead man. Amen? So when you're when you apply his burial You're baptized in the name that's above every name. For at the name of Jesus shall every knee bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Do you understand what that name means? It means if there is another God next to him, it's going to have to bow to the name of Jesus. If there is a devil around, it's going to bow to the name of Jesus. If there is lost souls under Ground, they're gonna bow to the name of Jesus. Everything is subject unto that name. Everything that is the name above every name. The Bible says that the family of heaven and earth is named after that name. And do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which you are called? Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, we must be washed. What do you do when you repent of your sins? You're laying them at the cross. You're laying them at God's feet. You're turning from them. But those sins are still in the carpet. They got to be washed away. You laid them down, but they need to be washed through the blood. So when you're baptized in Jesus' name, you're taken upon the name of your dad in heaven. Now you are being born of the water. Now you are coming out. That old man, that sinful man is buried in Jesus' name, no longer to be remembered. As far as your east to the west, so shall I remember your sins no more. I'll never think of them. Everything you've ever done wrong, the worst thing you can imagine right now that you don't want anyone to know you've done. That's when Jesus died for you. For while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. The worst things I'll never repeat in, under the sound of my voice. God washed them in his blood. There is nothing p- more powerful than the blood. There's nothing more healing than the blood. There's nothing more conquering than the blood. It conquers sin. It conquers death. It conquers hell. It conquers the grave. The blood of Jesus. So when you're buried in Jesus' name, you walk in the newness of life you come out a new man now you got your daddy's name on you my name ain't raymond andreas it's raymond andreas jesus christ amen i got my daddy's name on me when daddy looks down he says i don't know them i don't they don't have my name oh look at my boy he's baptized in my name he's been born into the family he's coming on in baby come on i know you're stumbling i know you're falling but i'm gonna pick you up like your daddy because i love you so now you're, you repented of your sins. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. you got the name above every name upon you. No one can take that away. And when you're out of that water, and it can even happen before the water, you just got to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Uh, once you repent of your sins, it's a gift of God. He wants to fill you with his spirit more than you even want it. I can tell you that. He wants you to have this. And all you got to do is surrender all. Search your heart. Whatever is hidden in that last closet, the very last thing you're holding on to right now that's stopping you from the Holy Ghost, just give it to Him now. Face it and give it to Him. And then, when the vessel's clean, here comes the Holy Ghost. It's gonna boil inside of you, it's gonna be a fountain of living waters from the belly up. It's not going to be your mind. It's not going to be you. It's going to be as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Your tongue's going to tremble. You're going to be under the power of Almighty God. And you're going to be able to speak another language you never spoke before. And do it by faith because your mind's going to lie. The devil's going to come to your head and say, this is nonsense. They're crazy. But guess what? It's the truth. Uh, No matter what the devil says, no matter what my flesh says, it's still the truth. Amen. We can still have the Holy Ghost. And in every Bible chapter you see, Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, every one of them, Jew and Gentile, were entering in the gate the same way. They repented, were baptized in Jesus' name, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. And that's what happened to me in prison. i was fought over this truth i was kicked out of the chapel over this they called me a heretic i gave them the bible said proved me wrong they just shook and ran so okay started having bible studies out on the bleachers and god confirms his word i began to teach this message and men were getting the holy ghost on the grass on a bleacher speaking in other tongues i had to carry a man one time though so broken his wife just left him And he was hungry for God. Just walked out of the chapel still weeping. Can I join you? Sit down. By the end of it, he was speaking in other tongues. (laughs) As the Spirit of God gave the utterance, we had to carry him to his cell and lay him in his bed. He was so drunk in the Holy Ghost. This word is real, church. It's real. So now we need to talk about our present state of affairs where we're at today. Church. I'm going to be reading 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. And I'm going to read out of the Amplified Bible. It says, but understand this, that in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Difficult days that will be hard to bear. For people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money impelled by greed. Boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. And they will be unloved, unloving, devoid of natural human affection, calloused and inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, devoid of self-control, or intemperate and immoral. Brutal, haters of good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasures rather than lovers of God holding to an outward godliness of religion, although they have denied its power for their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. Avoid such people and keep far away from them. For among them are those who worm their way into homes and captivate morally weak and spiritually dwarfed women weighed down by the burdens of their sins, easily swayed by various impulses, always learning and listening to anybody who will teach them But never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. (sighs) Wake up. Wake up, church. (laughs) We're here. We're here. They're gunning for five and six and four-year-old babies, teaching them about filth. They're teaching them to be men when they're women and women when they're men. They're, the, Jesus said, "It is better for you to cast a millstone around your neck and to be cast into the sea to the touch one of these little ones. For such are the kingdom of heaven. It's time that we wake up and realize where we're at. I'll be raw with you right now. I know some of you don't feel what I'm feeling in this sense because I am in my own tribulation now. I'm going to lose my job September 30th because I refuse to take something I just don't want. Now with that, I realize that a man should provide for his own, but I also realize in a day of tyranny that I'm going to stand for what I believe and firm until the end because I'm in myself I'm stubborn, I'll admit it, but in the other sense, I feel that I need to do this with all of my heart. Personally, I just, there's something about it I cannot do it. I just know too much. I know too much. So with that, I am going to be attacked. I am going to go through much tribulation soon. But that's okay. Because I know that God is for me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Amen? And I know that we're at a crossroads today in our lives. And I know everyone is wondering what in the world is going on. What's the answer? The answer is still Jesus Christ. The answer is still being born again. The answer is still living at peace with all men in holiness. It's still the way. Amen. He is going to come. And he's coming for a church that's made herself ready. But I think it's high time, saints, that we wake up and we begin to dig even deeper than we ever have before. I'm telling you, I've never felt this in my life, in my spirit. I tremble daily. I wake up daily. And I cannot stop but intercede and pray. And I have such a burden for this world. Because I don't know if you realize this. But they're going to be coming. And they're going to be dirty. And they're not going to look like you. And they're not going to act like you. (laughs) But they're going to look for your love. They're going to look for your embrace. And they're going to be looking for Jesus. And we're the only Jesus they're ever going to see. We need to be Jesus to the world today. And I'm going to tell you this. We need to be the body. I need you. Your right pinky finger is hurting right now. The Bible says... Rejoice with them who rejoice <laughs> and weep with them who weep. There is a time of joy and there is a time of sadness. There's a time to laugh and a time to cry. There's a time for all things under heaven. And we're rapidly running into that today. Matthew 24, verse three, while Jesus was seated on the mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately and said, tell us. When will this destruction of the temple take place and what will be the sign of your coming and the, com- and the end or completion, consummation of the age? I'm reading now the Amplified. Jesus answered, be careful that no man misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. For many will come in my name, misusing it and appropriating it for the strength of the name which belongs to me, meaning they're using it wrong. They're making money off of it. There are all kinds of stuff. Saying, I am the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, and they will mislead many. <laughs> you will continually hear of wars and rumors of wars. You know we just lost Afghanistan, right? You know the president just was evacuated into another country the Taliban has it again let me tell you something Trump came and he made peace it said he brought peace to uh, Middle East and everything was fine but it says in the scriptures when they cry peace and safety then sudden destruction comes upon them and they don't realize it but we're not children of the night we are children of the day therefore we're going to see all these things and we know that it's shortly coming to pass the trumpet's going to sound we're going to go up in heaven amen the dead in Christ shall rise first and he we that are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air with him and so shall we ever be with the lord that's the promise of god but we see these things coming to pass look at this see that you are not frightened for those things must take place yeah we've been having wars and rumors of wars forever but guess what they're at the doors for us china's gunning for us look at this see that you are not frightened for those things must take place but the end is not but that is not yet the end of the age For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. There have been more recorded earthquakes lately than ever. There are so many famines going on that they're not talking about. Because when the economy crashed, it probably starved about 150 million people. There are people right now suffering that you have no clue about. And we're wondering, well, where are these beheadings and these killings for the Christ? It's been going on since the beginning, since, uh, since Rome destroyed Jerusalem. And it's still going on. We just don't see it. We're in a different type of tribulation. Over there, they're being beheaded for Christ in China and in the Middle East. And they're dying for the name of Jesus. Here, we're going to have to die to ourselves, to our flesh, because we are rich in goods. That's where it's going to come down to. Are you going to love mammon more than me? Are you going to love money more than me? For the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's what some are going to chase after. They're going to try and take away my money real soon. And I don't care about money. (laughs) you know what Paul told he said I know how to be abased and I know how to abound but in all things therewith to be content amen they don't understand I came from the ground up and naked I came into the world and naked I shall return but blessed be the name of the Lord cause he's gonna keep me through it all I don't care what devil any liar says to me i'm gonna stand fast in the faith i'm gonna set my face like a flint and i'm gonna hold fast till the end in the name of jesus of nazareth can we rise up right now lift up our hands and lift up the name of jesus church he is coming he's coming he's coming hallelujah jesus Oh, my God, come, Lord Jesus, come. But you may be seated, but all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs of the intolerable anguish and the time of unprecedented trouble. Then they will hand you over to endure tribulation and will put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. It's going to be eventually standing between us and them. Unfortunately, the world is gunning for the church but i got news for the world jesus said in the world you'll have tribulation but in me you're gonna have peace but be of good cheer i have overcome the world hallelujah and that means that we are overcomers in this world neither death nor life principalities powers nothing is gonna stop us nor nothing is gonna stop the church Because if we live in Christ, we win. If we die in Christ, we win. This earthly tabernacle is not my home. I'm just floating through it. One day I'm going to have a celestial body, and it's going to be like unto his. For right now the earth and all of its creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And it's happening, and it's going to happen. The word of God will be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will not pass away. And at that time, many will be offended and repelled by their association with me and will fall away from the one whom they should trust and will betray one another, handing over believers to their persecutors and will hate one another. Church, it's already going to start happening. And I pray to God that we stay in the bond of perfection and unity of the faith through all of this. Because they're gonna get into your mind and they're gonna mess with you. You think they're not gunning just for me. I'm standing for you today. I'm sure some of you guys heard I was on the news yesterday and today. I'm sure some of you guys maybe saw pictures of me standing out in front of my hospital. I know it's a moot point. You know why I'm doing it? So I can get these people right here in church. That's the only reason why. The only reason why. Because I love people. And I want them in heaven. That's it. I told Bryce today, if I could give you my right arm, I would cut it off and give it to you. Because I want you there. And I'm willing to sacrifice my life. I'm nothing. And I'm not some kind of martyr. I know I'm nothing. I'm, believe me, I am treading lightly. I'm doing my best to be in the will of God. I don't want to be prideful. Pride goeth before destruction. A haughty look before a fall. I understand that no flesh shall glory in the Lord. So I am walking in the fear and admonition of my God. I know I must answer to him. There's a scripture that says, be not many masters, for you shall suffer the greater condemnation. Meaning, don't everybody desire to be the teacher, because guess what? You're going to have a greater judgment. Because just like Ezekiel, it says, woe to me if I don't open up my mouth and warn my people. But if I do, their blood is off my hands. But if I don't, your blood is on my hands. And I love you too much not to tell you the truth. I love you too much. Whether you hate me or love me, I'm gonna love you anyway. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many because lawlessness is increased. The love of most people will grow cold. They are fighting amongst each other today in the whole world. mask against unmasked, vax against unvaxed, left against right, white against black, ideology against ideology. This is the time. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> See, the world is crumbling around us. The love of many has waxed cold. He's coming. He's coming. Are you seeing it yet? What are you going to do through all of this? What are we supposed to do through all of this? We are to stand, amen? It says, having done all to stand. Stand in the evil day, church. Stand, stand, stand. Because I know the end result, amen? It is written, it is written. Second Corinthians Thessalonians says this in verse 7 through 10. And to you who are distressed and afflicted by granting you relief and rest along with us, your fellow sufferers when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in a flame of fire to deal out retribution, chastisement and vengeance upon all those who do not know or perceive or become acquainted with God and upon those who ignore and refuse to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Such people will pay penalty and suffer the punishment of everlasting ruin, destruction and perdition and eternal exclusion and banishment from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Who when he comes to be glorified in his saints and on that day he will be made more glorious in his consecrated people and he will be marveled and admired in his glory reflected in all who have believed, who have adhered to trusted in and relied on him not on this world not on its money not on its governments not on these people of the world in all who have believed and who have adhered to trusted and relied on him because our witnessing among you was confidently accepted and believed and confirmed in your lives yes you're troubled today yes i'm upset i'm mad for them taking everything from I have natural antibodies I'm protected and they still want to give something to, to me it's an agenda it's not science to me for me I can't do it I know I can go antibody defense enhancements with that I'm okay I, I, I really believe and I'm starting to see this for what it is God took this old knucklehead out of prison gave him the revelation of the mighty God in Christ and this beautiful truth and put me in this place. And somehow, a miracle happened. I have four strikeable offenses when I pulled my federal chart on myself to clear my past, What in the world am I doing with a registered nurse card? How am I taking care of people? Because God made it so. God made it so. And I believe and I see now why. Because he wanted me to have the knowledge and capability to speak the truth, even medically, what I see is coming on under this world, onto its church. I believe that God has not only anointed me, but there's many men and women in here who are stirred, shaken, and they are tripping, if I can put it that way. And there's good reason for it. We need to open up our ears and let the spirit hear what it's saying under the churches. I'm telling you today... We need to get our pride and ego out of the way. God's already spread the gospel to the world. There's people everywhere preaching this truth. Everywhere. But now it's time to preach to each other. It's time to help each other. It's time to get full of the Holy Ghost and be ready for our dad to come. Amen? Now it's time to be equipped. It's time to fight, church. What did Acts chapter 1, verse 8 tell us? but you shall receive power After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. We're there. You have this power in earthen vessels. You know what you got to do? You got to get on fire again. You got to set yourself on fire again. Get the lamp full, church. Get the lamp full. These people need to feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost and the stirring of the Spirit. Spirit of God there's nothing like God's church there's nothing like God's people we know how to tap in we know how to seek the face of almighty God we know how to pray through we know what to do we know how to fast we know how to sing we know how to shout and we do have the victory praise God Titus chapter 3 verse 3 through 5 of the amplified says for we also were once thoughtless and senseless." We, us, church, thoughtless and sentless, obstinate and disobedient, deluded and misled, we ain't no good either. <laughs> but God is good amen and he made us the righteousness of God in him when you're washed in the blood you are good because Jesus is in you amen but when you walk in yourself you're filthy our righteousness is as a filthy rags the Lord says but God made us clean God washed us we're white as snow God gave us his blood that's the beauty of it all it says Deluded and misled, we too were once slaves to all sorts of cravings and pleasures, wasting our days in malice and jealousy and envy, hateful, hated, detestable and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, to man appeared, he saved us, not by any works of righteousness, which we have done, but because of his own pity and mercy, the cleansing, the bath of the new birth, regeneration, and renewing of the Holy Ghost. We were washed in his name when we were baptized in his name. We were filled with his spirit, speaking in other tongues. But now we need to continue in that. It's not a one-time experience. It's not a -a once-a-month praying through. It's every day. You need to die daily. You need to seek the face of God. Can you not pray with me one hour? Can you not pray with me? going back to Mark chapter 8 when he called his disciples he said unto them whosoever will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whosoever will lose his life save his life shall lose it but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel's, the shame shall save it you know the church has never been a part of this world yes it says obey governments magistrates and everything but when they line up to the word of God when it becomes tyrannical, the church has always stood against the world. Why do you think we were fed to the lions? Why do you think we were played for sport? Why do you think we were burned at the stake? Why do you think we went through everything we went through throughout the years and then religion blinded people and tried to make Jesus another Jesus and then people got bitter and their mouth became nasty toward religion and Christianity in the general. But God has always kept a remnant. A remnant's always been here. And there's still you here today. And there is an innumerable people under the throne of heaven. And we are going to be ready to meet him in the air. Listen to this. But when the goodness and loving kindness, or excuse me, for what shall a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever there shall Therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words and in this adulterous and sinful generation of him shall the son of man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father and with his holy angels. We need to stand for Jesus more than ever now not be ashamed of this gospel. Stand fast, church, stand fast. This is truly a war for your soul. And that was the title of my message, the war for your soul. What side will you stand on? Will you bow your, who will you bow your knees to? Remember Daniel. He stood for his principles in the midst of all of them. And he was cast into a lion's den for his principles and what he believed with his God. Where are we going to be today, Daniel? Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they stood up and put the image in front of them. Yet these three Hebrew boys didn't bow to the image. They stood fast in their beliefs and convictions. Where are we at today, church? The image is set up. They're pushing it everywhere. There's a little false guy talking all the time, this and that. Do this, do that. Boosters here, everywhere, there. Oh, do that, do this. There's all kinds of voices out there today. But what voice are we listening to right now? We need to hear the voice of Jesus Christ They didn't bow. He's. They said, "If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and He will deliver us out of Thy hand, O King. But if not, be it known unto Thee, O King, that we will not serve Thy gods, neither worship the golden image which Thou hast set up." There are some images out there right now. Everyone's begging us to worship and trust in. It's the answer to get everything back to normal. Just comply. Just comply. Revelations 18 verse 23 says that and she deceived all nations by her sorceries and by her sorceries were all nations deceived. That word means pharmakias, pharmacy. It means medications, sorceries, witchcraft, poison. There is only one thing in the world right now affecting the whole world. It's not, med- it's not Norco. It's not cholesterol medicine. It's not Tylenol. Not everyone is on antibiotics. Not everyone's taking diabetic medication. There's only one thing that everyone's being deceived about right now. And I don't understand it all. Believe me, I don't. I see through a glass darkly. But I yet face to face, and I'm feeling the pressure. And it's not going to get better in the world. The Bible never said it would. It said it was going to get worse. But in him, we're going to be better. In him. It's not about the the world anymore. Praise God. Musicians, you can come. God is calling us back to him. He is coming. You feel it. I feel it. Come on, church. Come on, church. Where are the mothers in Zion today? Who's going to bring it to birth today? Where are God's intercessors now? Ezekiel 22, verse 29 says, the people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and needy. They have oppressed the stranger wrongfully, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me in the land, that I should should not destroy it, but I found none. I'm going to tell you the truth. There are times I feel alone. There are times that I also ask, woe is me, am I alone? I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. I know there's some mothers here still. I know there's some prayer warriors still here. I know that there's some people who understand what I'm saying. And it's stirring in your spirit right now so much that it's stirring in you and you are shaking and trembling daily. And I'm telling you, that's the birth pangs. Jesus is coming, church. And these people need us to be intercessors. Would you stand to your feet right now? Where are the mothers in Zion? I wonder if there is a church that can lift up their voice right now and begin to seek their god for these people i'm telling you right now those you've never been to church uh, god is calling you the best thing you can do right now is take a step out in faith and ask god god start this work god i know that the world don't have the answer but i'm here and i need you jesus i love you jesus i'm not ashamed of you jesus You need Jesus. I need Jesus. You who need Jesus, come. Please come and pray. Repent of your past sins so you can be saved. Be baptized in Jesus' name while you still have time and come and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost there is a war for your souls and that of your children pray saints pray we must be about our father's business we must be about our father's business (laughs) in the name of Jesus God I'm asking you, Lord, to help your church, God. Stir us, awaken us, make us, God, what you need us to be in this final (laughs) My God, our children, God, we need you, God. Our children need you. We need wisdom. We need direction. We need your anointing, and I believe it is here. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Church, would you begin to pray? Can we all gather to the front? Can we begin to seek the face of our Father and petition him for these people, visitors? If you need your answer, it is in a step of faith. God's going to reveal it. Come and pray. Come and pray. We love you. Jesus loves you. Come and pray, saints. Where's my mother's in <laughs>